shit. Guess what time it is? There we are. Ladies and sorry. What's <laughs> loud? Gentlemen. Too loud. Is it too loud? Sorry. Oh. It'll be fine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another installment of the Producer Lounge. Big sheesh, big sheesh to everyone. Big shout out to all our recent <laughs> followers. Uh, James Greb, we see you. David underscore Wav, we see you. Vibe Revive. Nice name. We see you. David underscore Wav. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Today's a special episode, episode 66. And we have Stephen from Hello Mountain. What's up? Welcome, buddy. Good to have you here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Old homie. Yeah, old homie a, in the building. Yeah, we got a we got a tune out together. Um, it's true. Oh yeah, under a calmer than you are. That's it. from years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago we yeah. released that. Yeah, we probably met like four or five years ago. Though. Easily the metal maybe longer. Yeah, I think yeah. probably longer. Metal the Lark's the metal Lark seven open mic. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good time. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. And then we like tried Wild. to we like tried to collaborate on like four different songs and it was just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like they fizzled out here and there, but mm-hmm. collabs. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Mm-hmm. Most collabs never finish. They, that's very true. But we got yeah. one. We got one. Hey, we got one. Hey. One out of four or five or whatever. That's yeah. pretty good. I yeah. think we did. But mm-hmm. never again. Whoa. No, for sure. Holy yeah. shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Jokes, yeah. jokes, jokes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, for sure. It was a horrible, horrible yeah. experience working yeah. with this guy. Well, uh, actually, <laughs> that was great. It. It was like that telling was... me I was singing bad and stuff. That was... <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Do another take. Fucking better next time. <sighs> Why don't you go ahead and give me more air, more breath this time, please? You breathy. <laughs> didn't, didn't feel that one. Yeah, I don't. Mm. I'm not really getting the vibe from it. The emotion wasn't there. Come on, mm. come on. Maybe, maybe we'll take five and we'll come back to a couple more takes. <laughs> Think about what you've done. <laughs> Dave's just in there like. Whoosh. No, that was not that was not the experience. Yeah, no, no, no. not at all. No, there was leather involved. Yeah. You know, when you work with uh, other people that are hard workers, whether they're doing the exact same thing that you do, it's kind of just nice. Everybody knows yeah. how things go. You don't have to. Worry about right. people's feelings and shit so much, yeah. right? Yeah, you can kind of just get shit done. Yeah, you can also mm-hmm. tell them what's up. Like, yeah, hey, I didn't like this as much as right. It sounds pretty good, but maybe it could be a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also yeah. probably helps to like hang out before a actual true collaboration session. Oh, like probably absolutely. Like, let's go get some beers. If you're already yeah. friends and shit too. Like, let's yeah. even if you're not, like, let's go listen to music somewhere. Right. That's yeah. like a huge thing. Like when our drummer left and we got a new drummer before we even tried him out, it was like, come to my house and we'll talk. We yeah, ended yeah. up drinking, I don't know, some beers and just yeah. trading the yeah. phone back and forth on a Bluetooth speaker. Yep, yep, yep. Just oh, like, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Sharing tunes, trying to figure out what the vibe is. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if he was playing music that yeah, was really fair. lame. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right. Just like puts on Imagine Dragons right away. Yeah. And then, like, nah, you're out of here, yeah. bro. I don't think this is gonna work. Out of yeah. here. <laughs> Yo, check out this new Owl City track, dude. Yeah, <laughs> fucking slabs. <laughs> yeah, when I met uh, Annie Heights on previous shows, uh, 
I just went over to his house and we just got hammered. Yeah. Yeah. One day before <laughs> we ever tried to work on music or anything like that. Is that how you Dude. met all the Mexican boys? Through, you yeah. met Victor first? Victor and Ben. That's funny. Yeah. At an Ableton group. Oh, okay, oh cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. With a cigarette. Shout out Sunrise yeah. Squad. Yeah, that's the that's Big the cheese. move though. Is like, can you just vibe with the person right. at first? You know, because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. if you can't even yeah hang out with them, maybe you could make a good track. You know, I'm sure people have done it, but like that doesn't sound like a good experience. You know, it just sounds like weird. Yeah, right. And maybe yeah. it's easier over the internet. Like, if you live in two different cities and you just know each other on the internet and you mm. just send each other yeah, stems, tracks. Yeah, could do that. But still, I could see majority of those fizzling out. Like, because totally. one one or the other isn't going to want to work on it because it took a turn. That they didn't like, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I've kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Let's try again later." Right, just because they don't want to man up and be like, "I didn't like the thing you did. I'm going to change it." Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and I guess plus if, if if you are in the studio together, like the you, body, you're gonna is, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it, yeah, it's huge, right? Yeah, there's so much more like back and forth flow, and you guys are just gonna get shit done because you're right there. Yeah, nobody you, wants to waste each other's time. Right, it's it's required time that you have to work on it is the hour that you've set up set time for mm-hmm. right yeah you mm-hmm. don't you have to be an adult about it mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome too because when you're sitting there working on something uh in in our case at least making like some dance music or something uh you're sitting there working on something while somebody else is there you get like the weirdness of like f- wanting it to be good mm-hmm. in their ears yep mm-hmm. yeah yep. Mm-hmm. which like <laughs> for myself I have a plenty fine time just being like, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But if someone else is sitting there, I'm going to be way more judgmental yeah. on myself. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Which is you, nice. And then you listen back and you're judgmental on yourself. Right. That's what mm-hmm. happens to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Dude, yeah. Yeah, we, we've talked about that, that before with like, um, if you make a track on your own and then you go to show mm. all your buddies, you instantly just hear everything that's wrong oh, with yeah. it. Like, yeah. the snare is suddenly oh, yeah. way too loud and but the kick's now coming through and you're fucking... Your chords just sound like weird. That's for why reason. you show it to the homies. Yeah, and that's yeah. why. Which I found a free. Well, it might not be free. Uh, it's the cost of the device. Mm. But a, a, a free version of that you can do without having to show it to your friends. It's Twitch. Re- record it on your phone, like you're gonna send a video oh. or make a p- post a- about the track, mm. and then just watch that video because the speakers are gonna pick certain things up that you're not paying attention to. Like, for mm. me, most of the time, I'll notice all my hi-hats are too loud. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll notice my snare is too punchy or whatever. I'm like, oh, shit, the mix is all over, over the place. <laughs> and all I have to do is record it on my phone. The hi-hats always get me on the phone. It's like... Right. Just- I, something I saw, I've been seeing a lot lately, is, um, like, it, to, to translate on all devices, like, mix in the mid mid-range. So... Mm-hmm. Just like take a put something on like an EQ on your master bus at like you know high pass filter at 200 and you know low pass filter at 4k and right. then just mix with that on, yeah, yeah, just and then take it off and print it. And a lot of times that that's what I hear. I've never actually tried it. I don't know if you guys no, have, I could but, definitely oh, you haven't even tried Yeah, I haven't tried I just like I probably saw a TikTok about no, it. No, it's good. Honestly, I like that idea though. It's, no, that's a good call. That's a, it's just an interesting. It's an interesting thing because yeah. every time I put it on the phone or which is a lot like people listen to music on their phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy Stupid. to me. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, 
I'll do it on occasion if there's just nothing around. Sure. And yeah. you just want to have something yeah. playing. Yeah. Austin will do it just walking around all day. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck sometimes. See, yeah. I mean, <laughs> people do it. So, yeah. too tinny. Yeah. So, you do have to mix that. mix for that. And obviously, master mastering helps that stuff too. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, you you don't have to mix for it, but you can. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's in the it's in the basket. Of I think things. Yeah. I think if you mix if you make a good mix, it should be decently sure. like coming across on the phone, especially with with dance. We music, have slammed it's shit. Yeah, it's pretty so easy. like it. It's kind of you're gonna hear everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no. Um, there's, there's if it's harsh, really, it's harsh. Yeah, there's not really dynamics to speak of in terms of like traditional not a lot it's uh, not like listening to folk music on the phone yeah mm-hmm. and you, know, you know we're like oh the banjo it's getting lost like no you <laughs> you can hear everything <laughs> like when it's fucking house music mm-hmm. you know? yeah every noise the is version completely of, I just, slammed I just, as fuck <laughs> I just work on aggressive versions of folk which is like indie rock basically yeah, so. I know right, right. it's yeah. like <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not pumping dance music so that's out of my realm yeah. a little bit right but yeah having having a strong mids travels across Every genre, yeah, every. regardless, like the mids are so. I mean, it's the whole track, and they're so the hard. Whole, too. They're such a cunt. Mm-hmm. That's a a, mm-hmm. a mixing trick that I heard a while back that was like really really nice uh, for me was basically you go through every channel in your song and you do a wide bell, and mm. you only push or dip within like whatever it is 400 to a thousand or something like that um and then you just find a spot where it it helps it yep in the way that you want it to help it and then you go to the next one and you do the same thing and then you go to the next one and then you do the same thing and it's like fucking crazy how good it works i've actually i do that sometimes and i actually put it on the master bus and then Hmm. find where it sounds good and where it sounds bad Oh, then you take move. that. Then you take that. Deeper okay, let's into the mix. Generally, for me, it was always like, like three dB at four hundred sounds, like minus three dB at four hundred. Oh wow, it sounds cleaner. Of right. course, right. That, yeah. Four hundred, four hundred is just. So yeah, then four hundred to two hundred. Yeah, four hundred is a cesspool, huh? Yeah, it's a cesspool. Oh. So yeah. then you shout out four hundred cesspool. 400 cesspool. <laughs> always, always, <laughs> always 400 cesspool. Yeah. That's right. So then you go through each track after you have it on the master bus, and then you find the problem track. So it's kind of the opposite way. That's mm-hmm. a sick move. I've never right, seen anyone right. do it like that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it works for me. It's it has worked for me in the past. So sure, it's always sure. on the snare drum. It's a good move. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah, yeah both of those moves are. Um, I've heard you talk about it. Mm-hmm. For like months, you always talk about it. you're like just don't spend too much time, just kind of go through, boost it a little. Yeah, it's the slingshot. Yeah, slingshot it. Slingshot and then listen. method. Yeah, I did it for the first time with AT last week, and it was the sickest thing. Yeah, it's, like it's I feel nice like because you're not. It forces you into a mode where you're not thinking like you normally are. You're like you're only forced to think between four hundred or between you know two hundred and two k or whatever. Like mm-hmm. su- super mids mm-hmm. and. That that's the only tool you get is a boost or a dip, yeah, and your cue. Totally, that's all you get. So you're you're forced to like do tricks, yeah, right? you know. And what's nice is you can automate. Like I'll do that all the time, where I'm like this main lead element. I need those mids there, but once this new element comes in, like something has to give. 
So mm-hmm. you just, you know, make that boost into a dip while mm-hmm. the other one is boosting. Sure. And right. it's just magically you're like, oh, actually, that works really well. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was thinking I'd filter it or I'd maybe I'd fucking do some trickery to get it like in the background so the new element comes in all clean. But it's really you just got to EQ gain out some frequencies and it works perfectly. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And you can do that with, with um, multiband compressors too. Right. That sure. that can that can be a t- another tool to use that. Right. To do that. So uh-huh. yeah, Vapor Cruise over here is saying. Yeah. I, I love that Vapor Cruise. Give us these kind of questions whenever you want. Oh. And everybody yeah, else because legit. this is what we really need on this podcast. People actually asking questions. Are you compensating the volume when doing that though? Uh, I find that. It often sounds better just because it's louder. This is a classic little deal. Oh, yeah. Louder is better. Little dealio. Things sounding louder. Yeah. (laughs) Do sound better to your ears. Um, What, first off, you're not necessarily boosting. You might be dipping in in this context that we're talking about. So, not necessarily. Also, you're not doing a lot. Yeah. And I'm usually going to be boosting into like a limited or, or something. It's already getting limited after, so you don't have to worry about it being louder. Mm-hmm. It just is hitting the limiter slightly different. And even if even if you're not hitting limiter, like having a VU meter afterwards, exactly. some sort of I was meter, just say that. then mm-hmm. you can you can use your eyes to tell you, look, it's not actually going up very much, or it actually is going up. And so then compensate. Then you, then you compensate. Right. Right. There is no. Yeah, there's no magic button. You just do it, and then you're like, "This sounds louder." Throw a throw a meter on there, or just pay attention to what what your gain is doing when you push, and then compensate. Like, well, yeah, I'm it's one of the things I like about the uh, method I've talked about, where you go everything to zero dB when you start your mix, and then you push down on things to get them to sit right. So. You you get your everything. You get them grouped into whatever kind of groups that you want to kind of set up. You set those groups at the volumes that kind of make sense for where they are. If it's a a group that's far away, it's a little bit quieter. If it's closer, mm-hmm. it's a little bit louder. Um, and you just you find like a basic level that way. But everything otherwise is just it's just hitting at zero. And then you can go through and you use the slingshot method and. You can boost, like, if something isn't showing up very well, well, they're all at the same volume. So now I can just boost an area to get it to stick out, and it's not being louder because of that, or it maybe is slightly louder or whatever. But you're actually just uh, right. using EQ to make things more present right. rather Accentuate. than trying to do all volume style mix. So, so you're saying, like, group it. And then limit each group at ze- like so it puts out zero dB. So I'm I'm being very aggressive with this thing that I'm talking about. Sure. Uh, yeah. Every single tr- track in the song is set at zero dB when I yeah. start. The <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> right. Yeah. He pulls everything, everything up. up to zero, <laughs> and then I and then I uh, render them down and so. use it from that point. Gotcha. And then I will do a basic volume mix um and i'll start with the groups and then maybe do a little bit of adjusting on right. each individual track from there and then i will start slingshotting around which is that, that, that's probably the healthiest way to learn how to mix 
It's I great. Would say, is like flatten it all to audio once it's all mm-hmm. level. And mm-hmm. then you're forced, the first thing you have to do, which should be the first thing you do in a mix, yep. is check levels of cr- oh, yeah. across the mm-hmm. whole thing. Because that mm-hmm. is 50% of the mix. It's yep. just levels. And there's a few other things you do before you flatten. You, yeah. you're, you're setting limiters. You're putting oversampling on on those things. You're cutting out any high end, low end that you don't need, that you know that you're not going to need in the in the yep. tune. Mm-hmm. Um Typically, you should add like nine OTTs. Yeah, on, on each one, master. I put about each, nine each OTTs. Channel. Yeah, <laughs> plus the master, you know. Yeah, but uh, it it's nice because you're just working with like a really solid piece of audio that you can then manipulate. And I, I mean, most of the tunes or most sounds that I make, I kind of like have been squishing them to fuck anyway. Like they're all. Each sound is sturdy. It's yep. not gonna do. It's gonna. Right. It's gonna stand up to anything you put against it. Right. Unless the there's no surprises. Just louder or something. Right. But yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really nice way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good question, Paper Cruz. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that's a legit one. I love um, the questions like that. That's always it's always fun. Back. Ner- Nerd stuff. Yeah. Nerd stuff, yeah. 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 Get, this, get nerdy with us, guys. Come this, on, send it. That's what the show is. Yeah. Uh, going oh, back yeah. to your idea of <clears throat> cut, cutting off everything but the mids to mix in, that can, uh, an, another line of thinking for that same kind of style is mixing in m- mono. Oh, yeah. So you just Always. do a whole pass, at least like an hour pass yes. of like leveling and doing all your uh, everything you need would normally do, but just, yeah. just in uh-huh. mono. Yeah, I'd, and you can pan. One of the yeah. first one while of, you're mixing in mono. Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually you, you'll hear it too. Yeah, it'll just things will get it out. It'll of get the quieter. Yeah, will get mm-hmm. louder. And yep. stuff. it's mm-hmm. cool. Always one of the first things I always do is make a hotkey mm-hmm. for mono mm-hmm. to stereo. Oh, yeah, like real. You, oh, that's just fucking genius. on and off. What is uh, your uh, what is your Austin, hotkey? There's no way you've never heard that before. I don't. I've yeah. never heard really? that. Really? I've mean, never heard anyone like, do a hotkey for that. You open you open <laughs> no. a project oh, and you do. A, I don't know what it is. Usually like comma. Yeah. Whatever. I want to say M, yeah. but I feel like that's already already a hotkey. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so. that was my. Got to be something. Yeah. Oh, moms are hotkeys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always. I guess that doesn't really matter necessarily. Yeah, that's fucking. I like that. Yeah. Though. Nothing wrong with a mom. Mm. Um, that's that's always fun too when you're uh, <laughs> when you're in mono and you've been mixing for like two or three hours and then, and then you forget and, and then you forget yep and then maybe you the smoke, smoke well, a bowl it used or to something all, all the time <laughs> yeah yeah so many times I'm like man what the <laughs> fuck is going on I swear I'm panning this I know this, right panning why this. is it why <laughs> yeah and then you take it off and it's just like boom it, it yeah. becomes like 4D yeah <laughs> it, unless insane. you just did a bunch of shit that you like didn't know you were in mono and then yeah you're you don't like, want to oh, forget oh, for God. everything <laughs> you don't want to pan all weird and shit oh yeah forgetting your mono uh, it's also I I don't have this set up yet, but you know reference speakers so yeah. that you can switch to. And when usually when those reference speakers, I I haven't done it yet, but you can keep those just in mono too. It's like oh, one yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to have a little pair of re- reference speakers, but yeah, that would be that would be a fun thing to set up. Um, a few podcasts back, we were talking about this one dude that Caleb found. Where disregard that sound, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it it's didn't the, happen. It's the mouse. Yeah, I know. 
um, he somehow hooked up like an iPhone to oh, yeah. his whole oh, setup. Oh, I saw that. I actually yeah. saw that. Oh, on yeah, this. we have a clip. Oh, dope, dope. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a clip. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Totally, clip. totally. Yeah. And it's like that's that's fucking great because you were we were talking about the the mixing to a phone oh, yeah. thing earlier, and it's like there's a perfect test right there, and right. you keep it center in front of your studio or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if I so got a new fun. phone, sure. Yeah. But I need yeah. Also, right. I need a second iPhone. I don't have one. <laughs> maybe maybe we could just go to the thrift store and get some like five dollar yeah, <laughs> shit I mean, ass little I speakers. I did go to uh, Music Around down in Light Lakewood the other week, and they had a pair of Oratones, mm. but they were two ninety nine, and I was like, mm. two ninety nine for the pair. Yeah, then like, you have that's to, a that's a good price, but yeah, but but the pro- uh, then like, you have oh, to amp them too, right? So much right, yeah, so, right. Yeah. Like I want three hundred. Yeah, I want like one ninety nine. To me, for like a yeah, used pair of Oratones. With like, an active speaker that you don't have right. to amp. To, that would yeah. be... Because they're not great. Yeah, they're they're standard. They're like industry standard. Right, but yeah. they're trash. Come on, guys. Let's be real. Now, if they don't make them anymore <laughs> at all and there's only limited yeah. ever, then I guess it kind if of... If they were that good, but, people would reference only on those, right? So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other ones I'd rather have as reference speakers. I just know those are really mid-heavy, so mm-hmm. they'd be fun to... It'd be fun. Have a reference. Although yeah. maybe they're not. Maybe they're better for like band stuff. Sure. As opposed to like a, like maybe they don't do well with you know f- just flattened fucking compressed mixes. dance music. Like yeah. maybe it doesn't help me at all. Yeah, it probably work. You think? Yeah. But maybe right. just like a pair of like Logitech yeah. computer speakers, like what a kid would listen to. Dude, I've that's been, what I'm saying. I've yeah. been looking right. for those. Uh, yeah. I'm not like looking that hard, but <laughs> yeah. every now I and then. I got it up on my Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Saved. Well, yeah. what I used to do, the speakers that are upstairs mm-hmm. for the uh, the DJ decks, the 5.1, that's what I had mm-hmm. as my reference speakers originally. So nice, I would just nice. switch to headphone B, yep. and it would be coming through the 5.1, which was super fun mm-hmm. and dumb because I didn't. It'd be better now, yep. now that I could like utilize it a little more mm-hmm. in yeah. a fun way. But you could also. You would also have way more understanding of how the room is affecting shit yeah, and yeah, like yeah. what oh. you're actually hearing you, and whatnot. Yeah. You got to know your room first and foremost. Oh, my God. That is true. That is number one. Like, if you're going to spend any money on anything, the room uh, is the yeah. first one. Hell, mm-hmm. yeah. It is Preach the first it. one for Preach me. It. I remember when you were setting that shit I, up. Yeah, I was texting you because yeah, I yeah. saw your setup. And, mm-hmm. you know, I built them myself, did the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, sick, dude. I just moved. Yep. I just moved, so I'm, like, nervous about how the room is going to sound. Mm. Right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, like, literally just set up a new space, so. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, we have some, uh, we got some gear these days that we might be able yeah. to. Yeah. That'd be sick. Hook up. <gasps> yeah, we, yes. could, we could help you measure the room and all that kind of stuff. That'd be Dude. sick. We've, yeah. got, we've gotten better since it's gotten these, a, those It's days. a lot smaller. I don't know if you remember our okay. spot. The basement was, like, yeah, giant. Yeah. Yeah, mm. this one's like an office size. That's all right. Mm. You yeah. know what we found, which is weird, uh, or it just doesn't match what traditionally I've thought of as like the right way Correct. to do it. Uh, traditionally, I thought like you want to be so far away from the wall and then equidistant yep. on the sides and yeah, like in the first like, or second third or whatever. like yeah, your oh, yeah. your yeah. listening position is supposed to be like halfway or like. Inside or outside of halfway, basically, right, or something right. like that. Um, that was some like idea, and I don't even know who was telling me that over these years. Because <laughs> what we found is the best thing to do is to put one of your speakers in a corner, 
and then figure out what the distance is to go from that on the other side to get a nice little tone. Yeah. So like typically there there will be a corner in the room where when you put the speaker in there it just it the the bass isn't getting like the bounce back mm -hmm. and then you're getting massive phase issues. Yep. You just get maybe more bass than you need if anything. Ideally, that's what you want because you just get more headroom out of that. Yeah, it's easier to turn the bass down. Any, yeah. Anyways, with, yeah. with corrective and you can yeah you can get your bass to be more flat rather than having like crazy like dip shit. Mm. Dip, right. shit. <laughs> dip shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it it takes a lot more time to set up that thing because uh, I remember where, when uh John and you and Caleb and whatever we were all doing it for the studios here mm -hmm. and uh yeah do you know what it's sonar a bit works? tedious yeah 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 yeah, yeah okay. It, Sonar works. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they were they were doing the sonar works thing, and they you guys did like fucking twenty different positions, mm -hmm. thirty. Well, like it was before for that, hours. You were you just... use REM, room EQ or R -E -W, oh that one room yeah. EQ wizard, yeah, yeah. which is mm -hmm. a free program. It measures mm -hmm. just like sonar works, but it just gives you instant feedback. Oh yeah. Room. So it just does you does a, a sweep. Yeah, it just does a sweep, and it shows you what the response of the room is, so you can put your first speaker where you want it. And then you just get a toy with the rotation of your second speaker where it is, how far away it is until you get the most flat response. Mm -hmm. Then you set up the whole room from there, and then Sonar Works doesn't have to do as much. And it usually... Yeah, you take the found, load off of Sonar Works. Right. Usually we find the flattest response comes from, like, the weirdest hmm. spot. Interesting. It's, it's so room to room, but normally one speaker's in a corner. I think, mm -hmm. it, I think it's oddly, like really nice for space management it's super nice the way honestly. it works out it ends up being like oh i have way more space now because it, it wants to be in the corner yeah yeah which, which is, is weird yeah you and then you're like oh i have all this more room at Perfect. first it feels like what's the word wrong like, yeah like completely wrong like sacrilegious yeah. <laughs> yes yes blasphemy yes. like you feel like if you showed a picture of your studio to anyone on the internet <laughs> oh like, yeah that's fucking They'd wrong blast you. yeah yeah yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah they would be looking weird at my studio <laughs> until <laughs> in real time you show them the eq response right. of it away yeah. from the corner and in the corner you're like look there's no more dip in a hundred mm -hmm. and that's huge like having a big old Massive. dip in a hundred yeah. is so bad that throws yeah. off everything. That just phase cancels like all your sub. It phase cancels all your mud, so you don't hear the mud, yep. which is, which is the hardest part, yeah. part to get good. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. But yeah. Putting it in the corner solves so many issues. It's very weird. It's wild. Right, mm -hmm. right now, I'm just I just put stuff where it is. Sure. Yeah. And I'm gonna work with it and see what happens. Um, yeah, and you. And can I think that's part of it too. Like. You show a picture on the internet to somebody, like, oh, you're wrong. And it's yeah, like, well, can suck it. <laughs> everybody's wrong. So, yeah. What's one and more? We're the ones with a podcast about music production. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> True. We know what we're talking Who's about. Who's wrong people. now? Yeah. It's a professional show. Can't be us. <laughs> we're so confident. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. At the end of the day, if you're just making sick music that you're pumped on and it just sounds sure. good, like, and it doesn't have to be the best mix ever. Like, even if you have a sick ass setup and everything's fine tuned that doesn't mean you know you're gonna produce the best you, mix you can still make garbage music with yeah. a great setup yeah mm -hmm. very true yeah. and mm -hmm. like you said at the start of this often of happens segment, <laughs> yeah. yeah is you have to know your room yeah it's, it's not have a good room mm. it's know your room yeah so wherever you how however you set, set up your room 
you have to listen to a bunch of reference material mm-hmm. in your room so you know what sounds good. Like you listen to your favorite tracks and you're like, wow, there's a lot of mud on here I didn't hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you listen to it in the car and the mud's not there. Let that help you infer what to do on your mix. And reference material is another thing that's super important that you want to build a library of oh, yeah. reference tracks that you always listen to and always can go back to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to start too, right? Just like, oh, this, oh, this, these drums sound good on this song, Spotify playlist. Like, you know, yeah, totally. Right, right. Like that's easy. Just, yeah. That's the easiest way. Reference tracks, right? And then by the time, you know, a couple years down the road, you have a hundred tracks, mm-hmm. one for every scenario. Yep. And you that's can, why when a mixing engineer at a venue shows up, beginning of the day, he throws on a bunch of shit that he likes. Yep. Sure. Because he knows how it sounds and he knows how to tune the speakers to make it sound right for mm. what he thinks yep. is good in exactly. the room. Exactly. Hmm. Makes sense. If they're a good mix engineer, they're usually not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Damn, shout, shout out, out live <laughs> fucking mixing engineers. <laughs> shout out to the sound guys. We still hey, love you. Hey, we right. do. And we gals. Do. Sound guys hey. and gals. We love you. Mm-hmm. And microwaves. Some of you. Make me sound good. <laughs> Even if I hate you, you, you hit them. I always hate like, you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, like, damn! No, I don't hit them. I don't hit them. Yeah. No violence. Just I need more women. on my microphone, please. <laughs> <laughs> just, I need more. <laughs> Turn it down. Yeah. I need less gain, peasant. Mm. Uh, Where are we at? We're at eight oh six right now. We're we're crushing it, boys. Yeah. Um. Folks in chat, eight oh six. Let, let us know if you have any more questions. Yeah. Time, that's the it time. It is eight oh six right now. Uh, no, I got mm. a tip of the week. I thought this would be a good tip of the week because we can we can kind of diverge off of, off of it into other rabbit trails. Um, so, tip of the week. Tip uh, of the week for for all our electronic music making folks. Uh, try making a tune. And thinking of it as if there was a band there. Mm. So, and that doesn't mean like try and make a bass guitar and a guitar and drums. But it does mean think a band would have these many people in the band and try and make an element for each person or each instrument or or element that you're adding in this band that you have. You go, "I, I need bass. I need drums, I need vocals, I need guitar, I need keys. And, you know, just set your, just make a box for yourself out of that and then pick instruments that sound cool for each of those things and then try and make a tune just using those elements. Right. Not like, well, I need another sound, let me go make another sound. No. Find a thing that you can use throughout the whole track Mm -hmm. that is the guitars. People fill that people fill that space all the time, right? Mm-hmm. In a live setting. Yeah. Why couldn't right. you do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So that yeah. Is, it it helps it be canny, for lack of a better word, to our ears. Mm-hmm. So that music sounds real, you know. Right. It's, it's not just like a million different things happening all at once. Yeah, just yeah. chaos. Yeah, that yeah. has no kind of anchor eight different synth things happening in a row where right. you're like none right. of this really sticks together or mm-hmm. like right. makes any sense together yeah though yeah. that being said you could kind of have fun with it and think of like yeah. maybe a perk guy 
he has a bunch of different things at his disposal, but, sure. it, but he only has two hands. So you right. can only mm-hmm. play two things at once. That's a fun one. So you have to like kind of think That's like fun. all these things have to happen in a certain order because he can't just do them all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You oh. make it doable. This is probably how you write a lot. All the time. Yeah. So we, we are in a three-piece band, right? Um, and we don't play with tracks, so I if I have a song, I'll... <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. Take a moment to yeah, appreciate that. We don't run tracks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'll put together a song, and I'll be thinking about that all the time. Now, this is where it gets kind of ridiculous, but, you know, <laughs> it ends up our drummer playing a synth line while playing drums at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not but it definitely puts you in that box a little more where I'm like, I you can't. can only do so many synth things. Yeah. Or like what? I think one of the last times I saw you, you guys had maybe like a foot pedal thing for yeah. a synth. Yeah. Were you cool. playing? I remember that. that. Uh, no. So our bass, bass player, player was playing it. Was playing, it's like a little MIDI controller that can send up out up to five notes per press. And then you can hook it oh. to a. So you can program it to have, you know, these 12, up to 12 chords sure. technically. Yeah. We usually use like four for a chorus, right? Right. Like we'll be a three-person band, and then it'll sound bigger because we'll put like some sort of organ in the back right. when he presses the foot pedal yeah. in the keys. So you could yeah, just do like a sampler, like a rack of some sort. Sure, but when you're, it's yeah, the foot so pedal because the, the foot pedal is MIDI. So I guess it could you be can a program it to do yeah. five notes, but or you could just have a sampler in a rack, absolutely, and have and, it trigger. And that we have thing. a synth that. Can also oh, trigger yeah. samples. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. so are you playing it through a synth? Yeah, uh, yeah. So like our, it's like a workstation. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yamaha, yeah, yeah. like Modi X or something. But it, it can you can load samples onto it too. Like okay. so, that is a thing. Yeah, um, nice. Which, yeah. but it, it it makes me think a lot when I'm like putting together these demos that sometimes sound better than demos, and it's hard to let go of. But Sure. And we were talking about that before, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. like you know, it kind of is like, okay, who's gonna play this part? How's it, how's right. it gonna, how is that gonna work? Right. Or could we play it without it? Mm-hmm. And then in, in that point, right. at that point, do we need it? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's like a little bit of a cliche. I don't know who I'm quoting here, but they said a song is only good if you can play it on acoustic guitar or a piano and it's yeah. still good yeah i've heard that i've been hearing that a lot actually yeah, and when, that's a, when we're talking about song songs yeah, i agree with that it's like a songwriting yeah that's a songwriting yeah. idea right. i don't sure. it doesn't make sense for electronic music or something which is yeah. why jack johnson's so good uh, yeah that's i gotta suck it i gotta God suck it for right. jack over there. oh i'm such a sucker he's, <laughs> he's been my number one played artist on spotify really for like I've five s- and a half years i've seen him live too and yeah yeah me too and he's, he's a killer guitar player he destroys he's a great guitar player it's so. gross hmm. yeah and yeah. they switch it up they got like full band yeah yeah he'll he'll go full, full band shit Anyways, this is this is in the Jack Johnson hour. Well, I mean, I appreciate Jack Johnson because he brought Bahamas to the world. That's true, and that is like my favorite songwriter. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the and Bahamas, Bahamas is like yeah. on that cool. same level, where like similar any, kind any of, of those music. songs are so vibey. It, all you really need oh, is him and a guitar. So sure, like, but know. but the way it's produced is sounds massive and amazing. Oh I mean, my god, yeah. yeah. I've never seen him live, but I'm sure it's. I did. Epic. It was. It yeah, was better spiritual. Be sick. Yeah, <laughs> I had a couple mushrooms in me. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Ooh, yes, yeah, 
but I was Portobello I mean, guys. I was feeling the spirit. It helps while I was in there. It helps mm-hmm. that he's mm-hmm. a character. Like he's, he's, he's I've heard he's, 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 he's kind of a showman. Yeah. yeah. So you have that that kind of element to the live mm. show that it's just a dad. levels it up. It's like a rock star slash dad, basically, yeah. is what you're getting. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> hey, what's up, Conjo? Um, he's wondering if you guys do music feedback. You guys. Us. <laughs> a little too many Pacificos. <laughs> uh, we do not today, though. T- uh, Tuesdays is for our uh, podcast, what you're watching right now, which is the Producer Lounge. Mm-hmm. We, we do feedback when we feel like we it. We do feedback. Uh, it is... Random, seldom, and if you uh, spur of the moment, if you mm-hmm. do exclamation point here, I, I got you. Don't worry. Exclamation point Discord in the chat arena. Just kidding. I can't do it. I don't have a mouse. I can't log in. I don't have service um, on my phone. Exclamation Discord. The Discord. Jump in there. We'll let you know. We'll let you know when we uh, do feedbacks and all those kind of things. And if you have any other questions, or if you just want feedback on a track there or on a track, uh, there's a channel. And I'll listen to tracks all day. Any, yeah. any, any of these guys will listen to tracks. We'll yeah. give you feedback just in there. Yep. Yep. If you want as well. Yeah, someone so, will look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so funny in the age we're living in. Because uh, I remember when I started making music, um, work. I, I like played a little bit of acoustic guitar. But like when I really commit to music, it was just like Ableton, like electronic music sure. in the DAW, you know? And you can add as many channels and sounds as your computer can handle. You know, you can just go. And as a newer producer, you know, I was very, very much in the mindset of like more is better. Oh yeah. I'm trying to flex. Look, Same. look, guys, I have 150 tracks and like all these sounds, and <laughs> look at all these different sounds I'm using, and none of it makes any sense. But like at the time, I thought it was the, the sickest thing. You know. Right. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, there, there, there is a beauty to that. Like. The three people in a band, and they have two hands and two feet to help a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Right, right. Yeah, like and, there's there's something to that, and a voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, the the minimalism, and like if you can make R- Rick Rubin says this thing like try and um, say the thing that you're doing with the least amount of elements that you can. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, sometimes you need maybe three or four elements to say this thing. You know, sure. you wouldn't mm-hmm. get the the energy across or the vibe across with just one element. So I don't always think minimal is better, but minimal is almost always better. Yeah, and it's just more. It's more of a, like an exercise for yourself if you are like that person that puts two hundred tracks, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like no problem. Like Mr. Bill, try, we're looking at you. Try to <laughs> yeah, try to try to pare it down and see what happens. I mean, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, and I was strictly meaning that. Yeah. A, a just a little moment where you just try and do a thing. You should just always do weird shit to try and figure out how to keep get yourself outside of mm-hmm. right. yeah. uh, your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 Huge. Oh, you'll learn things and maybe you'll realize like, oh, I could be putting way more effort into these individual channels. Right. Uh, yep. And I'm not because I'm just thinking, I'll go make another sound because mm-hmm. this one's not working. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I got a bass sound that I want to carry throughout the whole track. Well, I'm going to have to make that bass sound super versatile. Mm-hmm. It's going to have to go from yep. being a, a sub bass to being a wub or being some kind of stabby thing yeah, or and whatever. I mean, with a With a bass, you can say, okay, well... You have a you have a hand and I have a, 
a filter hand, right? Mm-hmm. So you can automate one parameter. That's a per- that's one person, right? Right, right, for sure. Yeah. So. That and, I mean, you can automate a couple other things for the naturalness of said synth you're playing. Sure. But in reality, yeah, you got like one, maybe it's got a long legato, so you can take your hand off and do another <laughs> thing right at yeah. the end. Yeah, foot but pedal. Yeah, you get your butt in there. Yeah, like, yeah. Twist these two knobs. Yeah. But that kind of headspace and like being able to do that while you're in the box, especially if you're not used to it and you're kind of been producing for maybe like two years and you're kind of starting to get comfortable with the way mm-hmm. you do things, stepping outside of your comfort zone and doing these kind of uh, production exercises kind of brings back the joy of why you started producing anyways. Because mm-hmm. when you started producing, it was all new. Of course. And you had no idea, and it was super fun. Mm-hmm. So the best way to get back to the fun is to break out of your comfort zone and cons- like constantly push and learn yeah. and get better because that's yeah. the only... That's one. That's the only path. Obviously, like if you get stagnant, it's probably gonna fall off. Mm-hmm. And this is probably coming from a little bit more of me, David and I's background in a live band setting. I don't know about you guys, but I've been in a couple bands. Before. Yeah, but like a lot of producers nowadays too. I'm sure they don't even like they got a computer. Right. They've never been They've in a band. Been why? In a band. Yeah, yeah. Why do I carry a bunch of drum the drum set around? You know. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, that's that's me. It's, literally. <laughs> yeah, it's a, but it's an exercise that you know you you might not even think about or um, it's a skill that you might not get if you just start with a computer. So mm-hmm. Right. Totally. Uh, totally. Actually, I, already, I already thought of a title for this episode. Go. Uh, there you go. go. Yeah. Okay. Right. Produce like you're in a live band. Yeah. yeah. Just, it's, it's a good exercise. Yeah. And there's probably things you can take from it that you'll use forever. Like giving I, your track space. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. Sometimes silence is more powerful than sound. I used to Dude, preach that yes. super hard. Yeah. Oh, my God. Back even before I started producing, just back when I was with bands and stuff. Me oh, and yeah. Me, me and my buddy who You got to make that happen with a band. Yeah, because yes. everybody wants to shine. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we don't need a guitar part here. You right, know, like, right. <laughs> this is not the time for a guitar solo. Yeah. We're just having a moment where everybody shuts up yeah. for like a quarter note. Yes. It's huge. Oh, yeah. It's huge, especially live. When you especially get to that live. live. Yeah, and then everything Ooh. fucking oh, yeah. chills I mean, for a sec. This this lends itself to like like a quick pre-chorus where you have a bar of just acoustic guitar and then right. hitting back into a heavy section. It just gives your gives your track breath in a way. And mm-hmm. like context. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives you yeah. dynamic context. You're like, this is how quiet we can be. And yeah. this is how loud we can be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It helps like, kind of accentuate that. Speaking of that, when I was at the Bahamas show, the band that played before Bahamas was this country band with this gal Let's that go. was the front man, front woman. And uh, they were playing so fucking quiet. Like, it was awesome. They were all just like, the drummer was just fucking barely. <laughs> it was and they would go, they would do like a crescendo moment where it gets loud, and they would just get kind of a little bit louder. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be epic. Yeah. It would be right. so epic because you, you're in a nice, it, we're at like a nice theater. Yeah. They have a good sound guy for this mm-hmm. show because it's big time professional artists. And they everything's getting cranked be, 
because they know mm -hmm. they're only going to get so loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it also makes the audience kind of pull back a little yeah. bit yeah. and like settle into it. Once you, mm -hmm. if you have the room like that, like mm -hmm. silence in a room with, with like an acoustic guitar is one of the craziest feelings of all time when somebody has a room like that. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, you got to pull them in. I mean, oh, you got to really easy. do a yeah, good job yeah. at that. But mm -hmm. like. Oh, it was and it, so nice. And you got to think about that when you're producing a track. Mm -hmm. How do you pull somebody in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. it's just like a performance. You can't, you can't sit here. And so there's a room for, full of crowded people talking, which is the internet, let's yeah. say, right? <laughs> or anybody listening, anyone listening to music on whatever right, platform right. they're listening to. Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta pull them in. Like, you, you really gotta silence the room. To get attention for three minutes. Oh in, yeah, in today's world. Right. Oh yeah. Right. I was watching this video the other day. This thirteen-year-old skater from Japan or some shit like that, mm. and he's he's destroying like this. Uh, oh, I've seen this. I've seen, seen this kid. This? Yeah, I, think, I know just that the kid. Too, yeah. He's hitting this rail. It's like a eight stair or something rail in a skate park, and he's just doing like trick after trick different tricks, more complex tricks over and over and over again. And I thought, like, the only way this kid is on this video is because he's so fucking good. Right. Like, he's... The, you can't, like... he's He does all that shit. You're not going to be like, meh. You yeah. know? Because he's really fucking good at what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And it helps that he's, like, fucking three feet tall. Yeah. You know, because he's a small child. Yeah, but so he probably right. skates every there's single day novelty. for hours a day, too. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean... There's there's definitely there's definitely something to say for youthfulness, but there's also something to say for I mean, there is, because he's been doing it for five years, and he's yeah. just destroying shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're seven, and you've been skateboarding for five years... It's almost That's half your life. Literally, like your yeah, entire life. Yeah. Like it's just you've been your doing existence. it. Yeah, you, you can't remember. Anything. You can't really remember before you started. I skating. know, right? <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like totally. Welcome to Sean White. Yeah, yeah. It's what um, happens when you become oh, the yeah. best. Back to the the guitar on stage kind of thing. If you just have an acoustic guitar and your vocals, and you're just doing that like folky, minimal approach, and you can pull that crowd in, that's such an insane, beautiful thing. And then part of a like. I was saying I like had a tendency and still kind of do it. Something I fucking always struggle with is like maximalism in like every way in all of my music. And I've, I've been realizing lately a lot of my songs are almost like cool sound design and a bunch of like energy and transitions and stuff disguising really like kind of shitty songwriting, you know, hmm. like hmm. it's really, really hard for me to just take a piano that. or like one totally. element. Yeah. yeah. And like just make it really fucking sing. You know, it's a hard ass thing to do. Yeah, yeah. super hard. We've yeah. been, I mean, we've been pulling our shit back too. Yeah, I've we've been, been trying to work on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Big time. I'll write a track, and then the first thing I do before I mix it is I got to spend like four sessions just cleaning it because mm -hmm. there's yeah, so much random that. stupid don't shit. Need that. Don't need that's that. just like mm -hmm. yeah, get that shit like, out of here. I got to redo the drums because they're way <laughs> too cluttered. Yeah, yeah. just I just got to spend an entire session on the drums. Right. And then you listen to like far the too book. many fills. Yeah, you listen to the before and after, and you're like, "How the fuck 
did I think that was okay? <laughs> yeah. Every four bars, it's like... You just like on the drums. Yeah, I go ham as fuck on the drums, dude. I think this kind of wraps back to what we had with other people in the room, you know? Right. In a live band setting. You got people in the room. Like, bring people in the room, you know? Oh, yeah. Even if you're producing, like, having somebody else there collaborating, like, they're like, ah, we don't really need that. I mean... Uh, on top of that, we've kind of spoken about this before, is make other producer friends, because just living with these guys... Oh, it pushes you. Immediately just coming home and be like, hey, can you come listen to this beat I just made, like mm-hmm. right now in the last two hours? And immediately, again, not even having them speak, you're like, oh, the drums are too messy. Yep, yep. Or whatever. <laughs> but then a lot of times, too, they'll just be like, a little messy, huh? You're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like sometimes, like like you're not even collabing. You're just like give me honest feedback. Yeah, like I yeah. kind of need you to yeah. shut me down. That's right important now. to make those types of connections too. It's honest huge. feedback's very tough because like you know, you take it to your girlfriend or something. It's so good, and you're like, yeah, yeah but you're, like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, like or even any of your friends sometimes that yep. maybe aren't like producer friends. It's it's or or musicians in general. It's like so good. It's it's like I, I have one friend. Uh, shout out to Andy. Uh, he every time it's his only friend. Yeah, it's my only friend. <laughs> every time we get, I get done playing a set or a sh- show, I'll say, "What did you like?" I don't care what anybody else thought. Like mm. literally, literally yeah, nobody. How, how did it sound? Because it, he was there an issue. Yeah, he'll tell me is like whether it's me or whether it's like the sound in general in the room. Like, and then I, I have the same thing with mixes. You know, mm-hmm. our drummer and our bass player in, in the band, like, I, I send it to them basically every revision, you know. Right, right. There ends up being 12. But sure. That's sure. not, like, that big of a deal because I can get some quick, honest feedback. Yeah, sure. And, that and 12, then you just go change things. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. 12, Fine. you know, could have been 20. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Feedback is really important, right? And it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's it hard, hard to take it yeah, sometimes. It yeah, you you put your love and energy into this yeah. thing, and you think it's like almost perfect, and someone just fucking rails into you, and they're yeah. like, "But, but you want it. You need that." Yeah. It's also it's also a really hard thing. I struggle with this a lot. Is at a certain point, you do you should definitely be taking feedback and be open minded to what other people are saying about your music. But at the same time, you have to kind of you know, decide at the end end of the day what is best for the track in your eyes. Because sure. you're the artist yeah. making the track or the band. There's a line. There's definitely a line. There's yeah. a line, you know? It's, it's tough. Yeah. We all have our own, like, biases tough. and, like, ideas of what music should be, you know? The mm-hmm. line gets easier the more you've been doing it. Though. Oh, yeah. The yeah. line that's... gets a little more defined. You can yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I understand why you think that's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be there. Well, and I think that's yeah. that's part of developing style. That too, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 something you get with time and yep. and crafting. You can't I mean, get it any other way. Yeah, yeah. just it, time. I yes. mean, you guys are putting in hours. Yeah, just, on the yeah. podcast alone, like mm-hmm. right. So like, spend an hour a week on sound design. Yeah, yeah. It's like not hard. Yeah, and you, then guess what? You get better at sound design. Yeah, right. That one hour a week <laughs> adds up very fast. But, uh, something I find is consistency. Mm. is so important and like you you were talking about it earlier it's like you guys just keep on cranking out yeah, yeah. tunes and yeah. it's like I yeah know. well we practice every week that's yeah that's yeah. why that's, i would like having you on the show yeah. or making music with right. you ever before because i'm always like uh this guy actually works 
Yeah. So I I respect that. I would like to work with this person. You make right. the time for it too. Yeah. And people people that like it make the time. Like I am 100%. I'm a busy person. Everyone's a busy person. But, you yeah. know. Right. We make the time to do it. Damn do cool, straight. To do cool stuff. Let's yeah. go. Speaking of which, did you mix the latest uh record that you guys released? Yeah, I did. I sounded good. Recorded it. Uh mixed it. I had it mastered for cuz I had it mastered for Fair. vinyl. Sure. So. Sure. Oh, nice. uh, I don't know. I wasn't ready to dive into that, and also it's a whole universe. Yeah, it's a whole universe. But also, I was too close to the project. Right. I was like, totally. I need, you I need can't to do that with like if you're gonna yeah. have if you're gonna master, have someone else do it. it it's that's, helpful. That's kind of the point of the mastering is he the other you know. guy is gonna kind of yeah. even all your bumps out that you want. If yeah. you're like, oh, but I think this is cool. And he's like, well, it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you get rid of it, you know, <laughs> the songs, I mean, there's hundreds of hours I went into it because, like, write the original song, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe demo it in Ableton or produce it um, on my own. And then I bring it to a band and then they give feedback and they write parts and then we hash out um, how it works. How it works and, and arrangement. Right. Um, and then. You know, we figure out recording and then adding extra layers and more producing, yeah. and then mixing. Like, I, yeah. you got to let it go. Yeah, you you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. let it go. And I had a lot of support and a lot of feedback from my bandmates, but it's you know, it's a lot of. It was a lot. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you gotta it was, do that a bunch of times to get it like and it was really fucking right. And right. now, man, like we put out a single in February, and I mixed that song faster than I've. There you go. Than any other song yeah, that's what's up. on the Good. on the record before. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's part of it. You just get a little better, right? And mm-hmm. you kind of get a little more. Just you you understand what the confidence is you're mm-hmm. looking for. Like it's not about necessarily the product and is it like up to par with other tracks in the yeah. genre and yeah. this and that. You're just kind of like, this is fucking cool. Print. Yeah, I mean, listen to reference tracks, but yes, don't care too much. <laughs> right, right. You have to like the only way to get to your style and shit is to trust your gut. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be careful when you're listening to references because sure. if it's if it's even just in a different key, it's going. All of the frequencies are going to mm-hmm. work together differently. Mm. So you can't really kind of nail something to a different. Like you almost need the same key to like mm-hmm. get an actual. If you're looking for like a mix type of a reference, right. yeah, it depends yeah. on what you're referencing. Absolutely, We've talked yeah. about referencing, right? That's interesting. I've never thought about it like that, but yeah, yeah totally. If totally. It, if something's in F that you're referencing and your track's in A, yeah, like <laughs> it's very, they very don't relate. Mixes. Why yeah. is your track in A? <laughs> Just kidding. Because you're, uh, yeah, you're not <laughs> making bass music. Scrub. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you're not making bass. Yeah, music. most of the time when I reference tracks, it's spatial. Yeah, I'm I'm referencing mm. where things are panned. I'm referencing how wide it is, how deep it is. Yeah, I can get my mix e- all the other ways. Yep. Like for for the most part now, like I can get it loud enough, I can get it punchy enough, I can get it uh, vibey enough. Yep. I guess I'm just looking for the spatial and the structure of the track itself. Sometimes for mm. me, it's it's referencing too as a gut check. It's like yeah, is my yeah. my my kick's too loud, right? And then I like go to a reference track like. No, it's not. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's exactly. oh, it's that's where it should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like almost a gut check. Yeah. Those are huge. Those mm-hmm. are huge. Yeah. Totally. 
yeah. You can uh, buy buy all the gear you want, but uh, time's your best asset. Yes, sir. Fuck and yes. And the best way to have it, your best asset <laughs> time is time and diligence keep going. Yeah, yeah. You gotta do the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Yeah. You can't be. Oh, I, I'm a. I've been off and on producing for seven years. That means three Nobody cares. to me. Yeah. Right. That means three yeah. years. I'm gonna average it, lowball it, and yeah. you're getting three years. Sorry, mm-hmm. bud. I guess just the way it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's fair. Sorry, yeah, bud. It is. I've hey. been, I've been seven and a, and three quarters strong. Hell yeah, yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's basically it, folks. Yeah, I want to end on one banger note to end on. I, I want to end like on it. one more note. Okay, um, which you were talking about is silencing the room, and in my opinion, the best way to silence a room is to get really fucking good. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the best way to get really fucking good is to stay in the basement. That's right. And keep grinding. You know? Yeah. You know what we say. Make Make 400 400 more. 400 more. Yeah. Keep making them, folks. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram, Hello Mountain Band. Yeah, that's it. Um, Um, Always400.com. Go ahead and keep sending us out. I got all the buttons. Yeah. Smash all the buttons on whatever you're seeing us on. Give us your firstborn Uh, son. Sure. You know. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Dude, it was was so good. Yeah. It was nice meeting you. My first time meeting you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I, I'm honestly surprised that we didn't get more into like songwriting in general. Yeah, which yeah. is what I thought we would do, but we just went mixing yeah. a whole bunch. Which I is know. Fun. Well, well, maybe the uh, the next pod. Yeah, we'll do it again. On. Yeah, we, of I'm course. Totally down. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I can make absolutely. I can make time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right, later, everyone. <laughs> 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 <laughs>